Welcome back, people of the interwebs. This is the Shift Ender Podcast. I'm your host, Drew McSalty. Coming to you from my mobile studio, also known as the pickup truck, because I'm going home off of a 24-hour shift. Going to have a special guest with us today. We have Morton. He's my partner here on the ambulance. Going to talk about several different things today, so stay tuned. All right, folks, we're back here with Morton. Uh, Morton has been my partner for little almost two years now i guess we've been on a 24-hour shift together in hell uh i'll let him give just a little bit of his background for you before we get started morning folks i am on about year 15 of ems not all that has been full-time i've had uh periods of time where i've just been a kind of a part-time status doing other jobs and taking care of family members and such but back on the the full-time deal for about four years now and uh like mr mcsalty said we do this together we spend a third of our lives together wouldn't say it's the best third (laughs) (laughs) no no it it, it could be worse there's there's certainly other partners it would be less than ideal but it is what it is this is ems First thing we want to talk about today, uh, Morton's got a uh, a news article off one of the EMS websites. I'm not exactly sure which. He got an email from it, and talking about resiliency and stuff, and uh, ways to keep people in EMS. And it seems like a lot of common sense, but it's just not put into practice very well. Yeah, this article leans heavily on. Uh, employers caring about their employees it kind of starts to stem from there so if you're lacking that uh, y'all got your work cut out for you what an odd idea (laughs) caring about the employees it's almost like if you take care of employees that they'll take care of your business yeah and your patients and your your company image and organizational image and all that so it kind of lists out some some quick uh pointers here an employer offers opportunities for a connection among employees. It supports good physical health, fosters positivity. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a tough one. Helps employees adapt to change and empowers employees to identify solutions. Now, I don't know about you, but the only uh, interaction that we have is the grumbling at the time clock going back and forth and rants and ravings on Facebook. That seems to be about the only thing that people interact with at our job. Yeah, and when we do have, you know, crews who we interact with, who we, who we, who we like, and we, you know, we kind of, we're kind of on the same wavelength, we often get shut down by management and advised to get in service, get on the road, and so forth. And Yeah, we have a, a lot of people that uh, get on Facebook and social media websites, and they have all this digital courage, and they'll say these, this and that about dispatch or management, even though management is on these pages and can see these things. I just I personally, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you think you're ever going to get uh, moved up the ranks or if you're going to get any sort of accolades or anything because you're telling these people they suck and then wanting more money and stuff from them. Well, if I owned a business and you told me I sucked, I'd tell you to hit the daggum door. <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways. Uh, it's 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 not all right to just you know tear one another down um ems uh, is known for ribbing each other that's one thing that's part of the culture but the way people do things online though they're just so brazen and brave and they'll say whatever comes to mind with absolutely no filter or 
or thought process going before they say these things. It's something you'd never say to a person's face because they'd punch your teeth out. Oh, yeah. not No way. No way would anybody around here do that. <clears throat> so the next thing in the article is talking about CISD classes and stuff for all these critical incidents and whatnot. Like I say, I've been doing this for over 20 years. I can think of one time I was ever offered a CISD, and I, I was like, for what? You know, it, to me, some people are built for this job. Some people are not. Some people can, can handle seeing things and blood and guts and dead babies and whatnot, and some people just aren't cut out for it. And I think a lot of these folks, you know, if they make it to five years, you're probably okay, but a lot of people don't. You know, they freak out over every little thing. You get somebody that's got a low blood sugar and they're, you know, they're peeing in their pants. It's like, what the heck is your problem? Yeah, yeah. I remember a call years ago. I mean, it's probably been 16, 17 years ago. We had a call for this guy that had, and just as a disclaimer, all the names and faces have been changed to protect the innocent. Um, but this guy had kidnapped his kid, like a two-year-old, and took it to this hotel and uh, ended up shooting it in the face and killing it. And I, then, that's about as bad as it gets. Right, right. And, and then, you know, he, he shot himself in the head, but, you know, yada, yada, yada. But we got back to the station, and my boss, he comes out there, and he's like, uh, man, I really appreciate you guys running that call. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's not like we get to turn it down. Was, like, was there another option? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if, if we get to pick and choose calls, gonna pick with none <laughs> yeah or at least definitely not that as long as i can still get paid <laughs> yeah i'll be glad to run zero <laughs> but i was just like what do you mean thanks for running that call I, that's what we're supposed to do yeah is that is that his idea of a debriefing of like you good you good all right <laughs> you good you good hey uh, uh yeah you guys want a burger or something yeah i'll, I'll go get it yeah <laughs> Do we need to hug this out real quick? It's going to be a little awkward, but then I've done my job. You've done yours. I you mean, uh, I would much rather have like a 30-minute nap as opposed to a CISD briefing. That would probably benefit me more than anything mentally. Well, that right there is a perfect segue to what else is in this article, and it deals with uh, sleep deprivation. What? I will note, you know, the, the shift we're getting off right now, we got a little bit of a break. We got, you know, an hour earlier in the day, and then in the wee hours, we got nearly two hours of legit nap time. I guess the blood red wolf bear moon. <laughs> super along, eclipse. Super <laughs> eclipse that comes along every 300 centuries or something. It, it, it worked in our favor. We actually got just a little bit of rest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we actually got a, a little bit of nap. That's why we don't sound retarded right now as we're driving home doing this podcast. Yes. When when we did get dismissed on our next call, I I felt reasonably rested and you know, it, it was it was much easier for me to provide some some compassion and some understanding for a lady that was having a difficult morning and not to mention it was a shift ender. Hashtag shift ender podcast. Right, right. Perfect time. Went to the perfect hospital close to where we go home. Couldn't ask for a better call. So the next part of the article is fitness. I, for one, am a, uh, I've been a paramedic for a long time, so as you'd imagine, I'm pretty obese. <laughs> so when it comes to fitness, I'm more like fitness pizza in my mouth than all the whole thing <laughs> at one time. I, I don't do a whole lot of exercise. It's 
it's funny though in a 24-hour shift we usually walk about two miles you know around yeah. the hospitals and more than i expected back and forth on calls and whatnot and especially where we're from and fire doesn't do a whole lot to help you we get a lot of extra exercise because they yeah, fire likes to block the entrance. It doesn't matter if it's city or county. I don't know if that's something they teach now because I've worked at a fire-based EMS, and uh, we didn't teach everybody to park right in the way, block the driveway, because the ambulance, the, pe the person that's loading someone up, needs to be as close to the house as they can be. I mean, I, I feel like we get a lot of extra exercise. I don't know. D does it count if a firefighter watches you lift something three times? Do you, do you get, like double the, the the calories burnt because they're watching you is that how that works something like that yeah you know because they they, they got to work out for an hour a day they can at least try to help do it while on a call i mean well, I that one that one fella helped us out by moving the stretcher further away from the patient as you and another guy were carrying the patient out of the house yeah he, he, he was kind <laughs> enough to make the comment well she didn't look too heavy so i figured i'd move it closer to the ambulance <laughs> i was like it's got wheels on it it's for such wheels. reason <laughs> And roll it to said ambulance. <laughs> yeah, As I'm sweating and struggling going down these uh, diagonally cut steps, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I really do. Don't even bother holding the door or anything. We'll get it. <laughs> so along the lines of fitness, this article mentions nutrition and weight loss. Uh, like my partner said, it's it's easy to gain weight in this because a lot of us will try to grab convenience meals from fast food and the, that kind of thing. Uh, constantly looking for energy. Yeah, constantly looking, which translates to a lot of sugar and carbs and caffeine. Yummy. All tasty stuff. Um, personally, I, I pack my own lunch. My partner packs his quite a bit. That's a big help. You can try to stay away from the convenience food. Or if you're able to access the hospital cafeterias, that's definitely a better option. Um, it's amazing how many hospitals don't have a microwave readily available for EMS. Because, I mean, it's, it's not, like, super expensive to, to have a microwave. I mean, you're looking at, like, 60 bucks. You can get something to where people could just heat some food up. Yeah. You know, because it's not like we get scheduled breaks or anything like that. Yeah, there's a couple of hospitals that have kind of so-called EMS rooms, and then there's others where we used to, and then it got turned into something else. So yeah, now they put us in the one particular hospital, put us in the break room of the of the nurses. And so they still put out these snacks, but guess what? There's none there now there's, when you get there. And uh, finally, in this article, I'm going to talk about smoking cessation. We have noticed. We have fellow employees who seem to get special perks for being smokers. <laughs> yeah. Most of management smokes, so guess what? If you smoke, you get to screw off more. You get to take longer to get in service in the morning. You get to take longer to hospitals. I mean, you could sit out for 30 minutes smoking cigarettes with the management and nothing's going to be said to you. Mm -hmm. But if they catch me going to heat up my food, they might say something like, I need you to get you know, first available or something. I'm like, well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I have to eat. So, I have to keep this large body moving over 24 hours. I have to eat something. So is smoking like a... Is it like a medical problem? Like you just kind of have to like have this maintenance level of nicotine in your body at all times in order to function? Yeah, is this an intersection, intersectionality kind of thing where we can't say anything to you because you smoke? Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> is this a protected status? You know, like it's a protected <laughs> thing. Like, you know, your, your sexual 
preferences or your race or your, you know, or whether you're a male or a female, who cares? You know, what, what makes you so damn special just because you're getting cancer, you know? Yes. I mean, I, I, I for one, have never smoked. I've never been able to stand the smell of it. And that's another thing is people that want to smoke right on top of you, like, well, you know, sorry, but I don't want that in my lungs and I don't breathe very well around yeah, and then they get mad when we ask them to, you know, please step back. Don't, you know, don't smoke beside the stretcher while we're assisting this patient and whatnot. I've never smoked either. It, it's a nasty habit. Well, uh, you look at smokers and the relation like sick time. People that smoke take longer to get over illnesses. And they yes. always get some sort of respiratory thing in the wintertime because they're more susceptible to it because their lungs are full of tar and nicotine. Yes. So, to wrap up this article, I was going to note a little irony. When I received it in an email, uh, either right before or right after this one came through, I had an email from HR. And it was a very unfriendly reminder that I had forgotten to complete some kind of little handbook acknowledgement acknowledgement thing, thing, which was on a whole different section of the website, which was not part of our usual, uh, you know, educational stuff. And, and, and the email basically says, you need to, you know, check this off before this date or first you will have seven days off work unpaid. And then if you still don't have it done, you will be terminated. Now, I don't think they could actually do that because we have a collective bargaining agreement. But just the same, I had to note the irony of getting this little pissant notification over something which is just silly, threatening... My job. Well, first off, for me, it, it, this was a handbook acknowledgement, saying yes. that we've got the new company handbook. I am far more likely to thumb through and even glaze over an actual physical handbook than I am something online. I am not. It's, it's like reading the mm. privacy practices for Google or Apple. I'm not reading it. Yeah. I'm just clicking it and rolling on. Yeah. It's, it's not... A, easy to access or, or really read in that yeah, format. It's not one of those page turners you just can't put down kind of things. When I'm off duty and I'm home, I don't want to worry about this crap and I'm not going to read it. And I don't have time to read it at work. No. So, as far as a, you know, a handbook goes, you're doing it wrong. I mean, sometimes some things are just better off on paper. Some things you can do online. But the thing about it is, too, is they expect you to use your own personal computer, phone, whatever. Uh-huh. Last I checked, they've never once contributed to my cell phone bill. They've never contributed to my internet package. They don't buy me a computer. You know, so if you're going to have things online like that, you really need to make it more accessible to the employees and give them a way to do so. That's just like at work when they want you to make a phone call, call dispatch, call the, the supervisor, whatever. Uh, how about no? Yeah, they they just assume we're going to use something that we're paying out of our pocket for something. You know, we I don't mean, we can't even you know get a deduction on our ta- on our taxes for it. I sent an email to the general manager two years ago and still haven't got a response. Still waiting on that one. But if I don't respond to them within thirty seconds, you know they're sending the hounds out for me. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, that was an interesting article. It was a good read. I'm going to try to attach it to the show notes if I can not sure if i'm smart enough to do that we'll find out um but uh so anyway just wrapping up this week's episode or this 
by week, however long it's been. I'll try to do better. But uh, using Anchor Podcast, guys, if you want to start your own podcast, you want to do it cheap and easy and, and cheap as in free and super easy to do, Anchor Podcast is what I'm using. It's, it's the easy way. It, it publishes to all the different podcasts for you. You can even monetize it if you do ads and whatnot. I'm doing this one for free. But uh, anyway, folks, thanks for listening and uh, hope to see you soon. And we'll see you in the next one.